This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for your third episode of the Guna Talk today. Uh, you've had your 8am show. You've had an inside scoop show with Ben Jacobs at 3 o'clock talking all about Tielemans and a little bit more about Jesus and Sterling and some other players as well that we've been linked to. Some very interesting stuff talking about how Gabriel Jesus might not actually be as clear-cut as many people thought and that Tottenham Hotspur are ahead of Arsenal in a race for Raheem Sterling. Lots more on that in that show, so make sure you've caught up on it. Um, but today, uh, and for this specific show, we're going to be looking ahead to Thursday's North London Derby. And because it is a preview show, it means I am, of course, joined by our members from the Discord server. Let's bring them in. First of all, I'm hoping you can hear me with his brand new headphones. It's Dan. How are you doing, Dan? You good? You well? Yeah, uh, I'm good. I'm, I'm actually really buzzing for Thursday. Um, not nervous whatsoever, just buzzing. I don't agree with you. Uh, <laughs> I am just bricking it for Thursday. Um, I was watching a video of Aaron Ramsdale a second ago talking about it, and he just looks so chilled, which I, you know, I kind of both like and can appreciate that level of chill uh, about what is you know, to even playing that game is ridiculous. Obviously, he's not an Arsenal fan um, in the same way that we are, but yeah, still incredibly nerve wracking and. Uh, it's going to be it's, it's going to be an entertaining game, I'm sure. And we're going to talk all about it. Uh, bringing in our next guest, it's Bobby. How are you doing, Bobby? You good? You well? Yeah, not bad, thank you. How are you, Tom? Very good, very good. I've been tuning into a couple of your mental health shows, and they've been going fantastically well, mate. So fair play yeah. to you for doing those. Thank you very much. Lovely stuff. I'll let you uh, plug that at the end of the show, I'm sure. <laughs> thank you. Involved. Um, and finally, making up our quartet today, it's Simon. How are you doing, Simon? You good? You well? Very well, thank you, Tom. Um, it seems like I'm having a few connection issues. Is that right? Am I... I can hear you. Uh, it's just okay. that your video is a little bit delayed, that's all. But I can hear you fine. So <laughs> that's what matters. <laughs> as yeah. long as we can hear each other, that's all good. I think there might be a yeah. delay as well. But Absolutely. Fine. We'll deal with it. We'll deal with it. Wait for it. It's going to come in a second. <laughs> I didn't hear that. He's bit. there. Anyway. 
that's fine. That's fine. Maybe just jump terrible. out and jump back in if that fixes it, Simon. That's always the best way. It's the British way of fixing any problem, turning something off, turning it back on again. Anyway, let's start with our quick fire rounds. Um, and we'll go through the five questions that I've got for you guys. Let's see how quickly Simon can get back in in the quick fire round. Um, but Dan, I'm going to kick off one word answers only. Chat box, you can get involved with these as well. And good evening to everybody joining us as well, of course. First question. Who is Spurs' biggest threat? Son. Bobby. Kane. Oh, it's a little bit of a disagreement already. That's <laughs> fine. It's fine. I think I'd personally side with Son for form right now. We'll make sure to get some feedback in the chat box as well. And I'll run through these with Simon when he comes back as well. Um, how do you feel about Haaland joining Manchester City, Dan? I'm trying to think of one word. Not bothered. Not bothered is, is not one word, so you're going to have to try again, I'm afraid. <laughs> Uninterested. That's the, yeah, good one, good one. Uh, Bobby? Underwhelmed. Underwhelmed. Uh, that's, uh, I wasn't expecting these answers, I'll be real. As, you know, this, I'll give you the second best young player in the world right now, joining one of the people or the, one of the clubs that we obviously want to be on the same level as. I would have gone with worried. You know, that's probably mine. Um, worried is what. Let's just reconvene the chat box in regards to that first question. Son is definitely taking uh, the main plaudits. But Kane is getting a mention from Taz there, but Son still... Uh, <laughs> I love this from King Aurier. is <laughs> the number one threat. Brilliant. Lovely stuff. Third question is, who is the uh, biggest asset for us in the North London derby, Dan? So to God. Good answer. Bobby? Ramsdale. Ramsdale is going to be absolutely key. And Simon joins us. Hopefully you can hear us and see us and all of that good stuff. One word answer, Simon. Who is Arsenal's biggest asset for the North London derby? Saka. Yeah, I would think I'd lean towards Saka as well um, as being probably our most defining attacking player in our team. Um, I think a lot of other people might actually say Nketiah, which is I'm waiting for a couple of Nketiah answers. But a lot of people saying Saka, uh, Jaswan saying, uh, saying they're a Tavares masterclass. Odegaard says Haribo. Xhaka getting a mention there from Musa. Odin, loving that as well from uh, Nikolai. Some really, really good answers in the chat box. Our fourth question, uh, who, or rather how, should we play the North London Derby? How should we attack it, Dan? Normally. Normally. <laughs> That's the most boring one-word answer you could have come up with. <laughs> Normally. That's fine. I'll take it. You've done it now. Bobby? Well. <laughs> You did one answer questions. <laughs> and so one word. Pragmatically. Oh, see, this is what I live for. <laughs> Words with more than one syllable. That's what I want in my life. Normally. Fantastic. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. <laughs> and finally, describe your feelings for the North London Derby in one emotional word, Dan. Excitement. Good stuff, Bobby. Petrified. Good words. I love that. Three syllables we got out of Bobby. <laughs> okay. uh, Simon, finally. 
petrified. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a fair word. It's a fair. It's a fair one. I think that frightening is is good. Fear is another. <laughs> Anxiousness, apprehension, all of these things. Uh, I think are absolutely fair. Yeah, excited, anxiety, hope is a good word from Kay in the chat box. Electrified. Uh, I don't know where you're sitting, Carl Heinz, but maybe you want to consider moving if you're electrified ahead of the game. Uh, Norris is going for adrenaline in for this one. Anxious, says David. Monumental, says Haribo. And Moss is going for heart. He just wants to see a bit of heart in the game come Thursday night. So let's crack on with today's show in the main bulk and get a little bit more detail around how we're feeling. Dan, it's a North London derby. It's probably the most important North London derby that I can think of in our history since I'm trying to think back to <coughs> one that really you know, defined a season as much as this one. Um, obviously, the two, if you go back to 2004 and you think of a league title, very, very different. And that one obviously was much, much bigger in terms of what it meant. But it's a game in which Arsenal can actually secure their place back into the Champions League. So how are you really feeling ahead of this one? Um, yeah, obviously it's really important. We have to go out there and win, in my opinion. I, d- I don't want to go and see see us play for a draw. I just want to see us win the game. Uh, forget forget where we are. Forget we need to win to get Champions League. It's a North London derby. We're playing Spurs. We, we need to beat them um, out there a lot. It'd be great to do the double over them as well. Um, but... With the Champions League thing, I, I'm not too worried because whilst we're four, uh, if we win this, we'll obviously be four points clear, uh, seven points. If we lose, we're still one point ahead, and I think they'll bottle it against Burnley anyway. So uh, <laughs> I, I'm not too, I'm not too stressed. If we were to lose, which I really don't think we will, I, I still think we'll get top four. But I also want to push to third. I like I'm I'm watching that Chelsea game tomorrow, mm. hoping that Chelsea mess up and we can give us more incentive if there isn't enough already to 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 play well and to win. Mm, absolutely, you know, we lead leads to do us a favour, really, and they've got all the incentive in the world to try and get some points from that with only three games left, and them looking now likely to be the favourites to go down after Everton and Burnley have have turned their form somewhat. Bobby, how are you feeling ahead of the game on Thursday? I'm not feeling uh, positive, sadly. I wish I was, mm. but it's that Son and Kane thing that they're the two that always worry me. I hate watching them. I hate the way <laughs> that Kane plays. Kane, when I, I, I watched the Brentford Tottenham game and Janssen literally took Kane out of the game. Now, if mm. with my team, I chose holding for a specific reason to do that. If he can do that, then we stand a chance because Kane is everything that they need. Without him, they're nothing. They're nothing to worry about. It's what he provides in terms of the link-up, isn't it? Like the passing yeah. through to Son. Kulisevsky has added quality to the side. <laughs> and even when we get through, you know, Romero's been excellent in the in the games that he's played. He's but... got a red card coming, he is. Because he's, mm, there he's, is a he's always on that edge. He's always on that edge yeah. for me. So does Xhaka. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everyone's yeah. got one. It's going to be nine men. <laughs> it's going to be lucky if we get through the game with the amount of red cards we could see in tomorrow's game. Uh, Thursday's game, sorry. And Simon, um, talk to me about kind of where your head's at regarding this one. Um, It's kind of all over the place. I'm feeling nervous um i'm also at the same time feeling a little bit confident because we're coming off the back of of four wins um i suppose what's given me a little bit of nerves is those wins have been a little bit nervy have been a little bit tetchy so i'm i'm wondering how we're going to fare against spurs i think 
we should have enough to at least get a draw. And, and that's where I'm kind of hoping for the most, really, and using my optimism to to look at us getting a draw. But um, I, I, I think a win is quite unlikely. But yeah, just kind of hoping for a draw. I think it's fair. Um, I think a draw is a result that means that we have to win one of the final two games. Um, and when you're playing, obviously, away at Newcastle, which is by no means an easy game, and then at home to an Everton team that have a very decent record of playing at the Emirates, that being said, and they might have still a lot to play for on the final day, considering the fact that you know they're in a relegation battle. But if maybe they're safe by that point, it could be a more simpler task for Arsenal. And we tend to do well, you know, in those final games of the season when it comes down to it, according to history. So perhaps that we've we've got the, you know, the ability to take a draw and be happy with it. But from my perspective, we I just I know it's obvious to say I'd rather we got it done and dusted. Who wouldn't? But I feel like we need to approach the game with the idea of trying to come away with three points, but doing it in a certain fashion that doesn't compromise us defensively, which is a really tough balance to get right. And I think that maybe from some of our lineups that we picked today, I think you've probably seen that across everybody trying to be cautiously optimistic and in some ways madly optimistic with their with their 11s, I'll be real. Uh, but we'll get onto that shortly. Um, Dan, when we talk about the context of this game and Antonio Conte and Mikel Arteta, Conte's been very frustrating in press conferences, talking about, you know, the game that was postponed, bringing that up again in, in the press conference today. How kind of, in terms of the history of derbies, do you feel like this has got the ability to kind of catch fire? We, we just mentioned their red card, Xhaka Romero, do you expect this to be more of a tense tactical affair between Arteta and Conte, or do you think it is going to devolve into the usual antics a, a derby can bring? I think it will. I think we could see a few goals, some sending off, some a bit of everything, some pizzas thrown in the dugouts. I think we could see it all, really. Um, Lasagna catapults being launched. That's all we want to see. <laughs> exactly. I think. Mean, I, I, I'm really excited for this game. There's just going to be a lot of stuff going on. I don't think tactics will play too much of a the thing, I hope I'm wrong. I hope Arteta really outsmarts him because I think I think it's kind of obvious what we should do. The fact mm. that Spurs are a very counter-attacking team, what we should be doing is just defending, letting them come onto us, and we should play the counter. But is that too obvious? Will Will Conte know that we're going to do that? It's like, do we outsmart them? I'm not entirely sure what we can do, and that's why Arteta is a manager, and I trust him to make the right decision with that. It's a weird one, Bobby, because, you know, Spurs are a team whose strengths are in the counter-attack. You know, the best, they're the, arguably, and I don't like giving them compliments, but they are the best counter-attacking side for my money in the league. And the last two times we've gone to Spurs in the league, we have played into their hands quite naively. You know, we've, we've attacked them and been hit on the counter for the four goals that they've scored against us in those two matches. Do you think that after two goes, Arteta will have the, you know, the street smarts, the... Trying to think of the right word. Just the, I don't think it's intelligence. I just think it's the common sense in some way to to realise that if we go out and try and attack them and try and go for the game, it could come back to bite us. Or do you think that he's learned at this point to play a little bit more conservatively and maybe knowing that Spurs will have more of an intent to try and win this game because they need to win it to allow them to come onto us, and then we play their game against them. Yeah. Um... I hope I hope he's learned some lessons from other teams that have actually shot Tottenham down, mm. because Conte only has one way. You you shut that off, that's them done. It's been proven against Brentford, it's been proven against Burnley. You can easily shut them down. Man United tried to be clever. Man City tried to be clever. Backfired on them. 
this is why Tottenham have got some crazy results, followed by some stupid results, which is Spursy. Mm. But I think the reason I've gone for what I've gone for is I think that is a very clever way of shutting them down. And, you know, I hope he does change it a little bit, just a little bit. My midfield is the same, but just change it a tiny little bit and just shut him down. You're telling me that 11's a tiny change? Is that what you're trying to tell me? It's a tiny change. What are you on about? <laughs> I can't wait to see the chat box react. That's what I'm waiting for. I'm, waiting for it, that. I'm kind of hoping Patino and Aziza are in there or something. No, it's... Uh, yeah, you haven't seen it yet, to be fair. It's uh, it's special, is what it is. It's the structure of it. The, the personnel's not uh, not interesting. It's, it's well, that said... Has he got beer off up front again? No, I, I wanted him. I wanted him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very, very possible indeed um simon lastly to you before we do go to these lineups then there are areas of that team that spurs team that can be got at you know ben davies is, is not the best matt doherty's been out for the season we know what emerson royale is probably one of the luckiest escapes us arsenal fans have ever had because i and the listeners and transfer experts that i had on during the summer last year were pining after Emerson Royale to get him into the team and to sign him. But he has been so dreadfully awful. He has been the Tavares, you know, a little bit for Spurs. That's maybe harsh on Tavares, to be fair, especially considering his first half of the season performances. But certainly defensively, he looks very, very suspect. And that's going to be the side that either Smith or Martinelli, whoever is chosen to play on, will be up against. But then, of course, you've got Romero playing that right centre-back role, who's done very well this season, covering when the Brazilian does mess up. But is that left-hand side for us, Spurs' right-hand side, going to be the best place that we've got to get at? Um, yeah, I, I suppose so. Um, yeah, I, th I think, in a sense, um, and that's kind of why I've gone for a back three, because... Although that's the back three is what I want to see. I do think we're going to see Cedric um, either on the right-hand side or on the left-hand side. Um, um, yeah, and I suppose if he were to play on the left-hand side, which is is a, is a likely that, um, yeah, that, that worries me because you've either got Son or Kulisevsky because I think they'll interchange attacking down our left-hand side and... That gives me nightmares, and that's kind of why I've gone for a back three instead, just to to, to try and um, counteract that from happening. Yeah, look, I think that the reasons why you go into thinking about a back three is always going to be about trying to shut down and have as many players back as possible for when Spurs do counter. Because, you know, if we've got our fullbacks committing or over-committing too much, Son and Kane and Kulisewski up against either Holding White or Gabriel, whichever pair that you put in a back four it's going to be tricky. Now, I know that me and Dan have gone for a strategy to try and combat that um, with, with still keeping a back four. I mean, speaking of which, let's, let's go straight into those lineups, Dan, and have a look at yours because you've approached it very similar to how you'll see my team soon. Um, and putting White at right back, bringing him back into the team on that on that right-hand side, effectively having four centre-halves. You know, it's, it seems mad because Tommy Asu can play centre-half and is is not the orthodox style fullback that we think of when we think of fullbacks. He's much more disciplined and, you know, more of a centre-back styled fullback. But do you think that this is the best way to try and combat the Spurs counter and not leave us exposed when they do, when they inevitably will hit us? I think so. I think with that team, you can easily say six of them will kind of be a base um, with Jacques Renan only joining them. Uh 
we're, we're forgetting about Kudazewski as well. Like mm. everyone's saying Tommy Asu needs to be man marking son, but Kudazewski's a threat. And Tommy Asu played really well against Rafinha. So I'd like to see that again with Kudazewski. And in terms of the right back, I love Cedric, don't get me wrong. I think he actually played really well against Leeds. He put some great crosses in, but I, I don't trust him defensively against Sun. And White, I do. He's played right back for England. He's not a bad right back. I'd like to see that. He can still go up uh, and we've got enough cover with Tommy Asu who will hold. Um, it'll kind of be a back three at times. I think it's quite flexible, uh, but that's how I would do it personally. I, I don't like completely changing shape to an opposition. I like playing the Arsenal way. Um, with it's a good a, channel, by the way, if you've not checked that out. Yeah. You go good, check out the Arsenal way. <laughs> that, was a good, that was a good plug. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I like playing our way. Our, and I don't, I know we changed it for Chelsea, which which worked. Mm. Um, but again, this team could be similar. You could bring Saka back. It, it's, mm. it's a flexible kind of thing. And I think we always play quite flexible. Um, whoever our opponent is. Um, the Chelsea game was weird, wasn't it? Because on the surface, you know, there were times where it was a back four. You know, Tavares, Gabriel holding White was was the back four. Yeah. Um, but there were times that Saka kind of played like a wing back, didn't he, on that right-hand side? And well, I think this will be similar, just mm. with obviously Tommy Asso at left wing back instead of probably, was it? Tavares. Tavares, no, Tierney, maybe. No, it was definitely Tavares. Just he's been injured, isn't he? So you know. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Um, yeah, so that's what I would do. Uh, Pirlo and Xhaka in the midfield. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I couldn't change it to Pirlo. I just couldn't bring myself <laughs> to do it. Go on. Um, uh, I've yeah, I've, I've always actually been a fan of El Nenny. I just think he needed that uh, kind of person next to him who is guiding him through. I think Xhaka's doing well with that. Really, I'm impressed as well. Uh, Odegaard is just running things, just yeah, uh, top talent. He's still so young as well. Um, I love him with the captain's armband as well. Yeah, Saka's a no-brainer. I think all season he's been incredible on that right wing. Uh, there's the odd game I think actually against uh, Leeds he didn't have the best of games. It's fatigue, um, probably. It, it probably is fatigue, and coming off early would hopefully do him some good. Uh, and it'll be absolutely pumped for the North London derby, which is why I've gone for Smith Rowe over Martinelli. I remember in the last North London derby, Smith Rowe was saying it's the best day of his life and all of that. And I think being from Hell End, he'll have more motivation um, to to win the game. And I was actually tempted to bring back Lacazette because I always feel he comes up for these North London derbies, but you can't not play Ketia after what he's done the last few weeks. Mm. It's funny that you should say uh, bring back Lacazette because someone uh, has done in this mixed match of a lineup. Bobby, I'm saying nothing. I'm just going to let you talk. So go for it, mate. Um, it's a beautiful team. I like it. Uh, no, uh, honestly, Tommy Asu isn't the best right wing back. So I've, I've got to go for a five. Ben, ben White is a fantastic right wing back. Saka, for me, I think Tavares, I just can't put in now. Just. I actually want to enjoy the match. Um, so I've put Saka there. Uh, holding, his job is literally just to mark Kane. Just mark him, follow him everywhere he goes, down the tunnel, whatever. El Nene has impressed me. He's, he's, I've, mind you, we only signed for five million, so it was, wouldn't be that hard to impress, really. But he has been very good. I've always liked him. Shaka, there's no nothing to talk about him, really. Odegaard. What do you awesome. mean there's nothing to talk about him? He's great, is he not? He's been great. He's good. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I, he's one that I hope that leaves in the summer just so we can start to upgrade him. That's all. Sure. That's... Look, I'm, I'm not going to ever have an argument with someone about wanting to upgrade on Jacker. Yeah. But what I will debate is, you know, ignoring what he has. He has... Done. I have I have said that he's been good this year, and he has. Mm. He's had a couple of games where I've gone, "What the heck!" But you're going to have that with Xhaka every mm -hmm. every season, to be fair. But it's now time at the end of the season, move on. Uh, Laka and Naketia. Now, I, <laughs> as you know, Tom, I love Birev, and I did want to put him in there, but I mm. know I would have got a lot of. <laughs> Hold on, you you didn't put Beareth in because you thought you were going to get a lot of stick about, and you thought this wasn't going to get you a lot of stick. This is a very, if you think about it, Ben White is a fantastic attacking right wing back, same as Saka. So we've got two attacking defenders there, and they sure. will give crosses and passes into Laka. Laka will hold them up, and I know he's going to wind up Romero a lot, and that will give Romero a red card. That's then down to ten men, and Nketiah will then score a hat trick. But that is not my prediction for the end of the game. I guarantee that because I've gone for a whole different result because I think Arteta will go for something different. So, Fair can, I ask, can I ask Bobby a question? Of course. Am I, just am the I one sane? Or is there am I one? sane? Yes, I am. I just I want to know. You've mentioned a few times you uh, you say White's a fantastic attacking fullback. I don't think he's ever played attacking fullback. So where do you Watch get him that? in England? England. He, uh, so, he was fantastic. He was a right back, but I wouldn't say it was extremely attacking. And I think he did it as Leeds. Was it Leeds or Brighton? Well, I always say he should play in the number six role. Norwich he played uh, a right back um, in the away game. Uh, he played. I, I don't know if he played there for the Leeds game. Look, I think that what the thing about White is um, is that you know he's very comfortable going forwards. Um, very comfortable indeed. So that's what we know, and he's a good passer at the ball. My issue would be kind of his his physical kind of fitness to deal with a wing-back kind of role uh, and that ability to get up and down the flank all game, which he might not need to do because obviously we might want to sit back a little bit more during this fixture and trying to absorb a bit of pressure and hit Spurs on their own game. But, you know, fair play to you, Bobby. It's a brave lineup, and I, I respect you for it. Um, speaking you. of brave lineups, let's go to Simons uh, as he can talk us through his selection. Go for it, mate. One thing I don't understand, Tom, is why you're so surprised and so shocked at um, my <laughs> my lineup. Yeah, I, I suppose it's um, not as kind of uh, orthodox as as you'd expect, but I don't know. I suppose I'm just looking at this from a fan's perspective. I just want to see a lot of fun, and I just want to for us to go for it. Really, um, I still I think with our defence with that with that back three, yeah, it's narrow, and also with the midfield, it's quite narrow, but. I think with um, their fullbacks, their wingbacks, I wouldn't mind just sort of conceding and allowing them to cross the ball in because I think with Gabriel White and Tomiyasu and Xhaka and Elneny, we'll be able to deal with those crosses quite efficiently. And then that will just then leave sort of Kane and Son who like to cut in a lot. And then they will just try and shoot centrally down, down into against our goal. So I think... Um, there's more than enough to deal with that. And then we've, I've just got absolute fire going forward. And I just want to see that. <laughs> Look, I have respect for the team. I just, the, the fact that there's no fullback, like the, the, this is really stressing me out. That's, you know, there's no fullback <laughs> at all. That's really worrying for me. I, and I feel for both you and Bobby. And I was, as soon as they came up, the reason why I was getting a headache when I was putting the slides together when you sent me your teams is not because, you know, I, I couldn't fathom why you picked it. But the same point was, 
I was worrying what the chat box was going to do when you put I put these up on the screen, and you know, unexpectedly so. They, you know, they are ripping uh, they are them both apart. But I look, I, I understand where the theories are behind. Really bring do. it, bring it. Let's uh, let's bring it back to reality a little bit more, um, and, and go for what I think uh, we should go for. Um, Look, I think Ben White holding Gabriel Tomiyasu, like Dan pointed out earlier, I think is is probably the most stable foundation for this game that we can go for. Cedric and Tavares, you know, they've had their moments where they've been good going forwards, but defensively, both of them have issues and they will, you know, there's going to be a lot of wet sofas if those two are playing um, or either one of those two are playing because in the defensive end of the end of the sphere, Spurs will absolutely punish those two. So White and Tomiyasu as fullbacks defensively, I think they add a lot of what we need. Elneny and Xhaka again, just those two at the base of the midfield, again, are going to give you more of that security. And I don't think, and I think what this does is it actually it's a formation that still encourages Spurs to, to be more attacking and to not have to sit back and for us to allow ourselves to fall into their trap of counter-attacking. And then the players in the front. I disagree with you, uh, Dan, about Smith-Rowe. The reason I've gone for Martinelli here is because of this formation, I think, encourages Spurs to stretch themselves out. And Martinelli's really good at kind of hitting on the counter, maybe more so than Smith-Rowe. I think Smith-Rowe's good in the final 20, you know, like we saw against Leeds in these types of games. I think he's good for those moments. But I think that Martinelli's going to stretch Emerson probably a lot more than what um, Smith Rowe. But I will let you come back at me, so, so go for it. Yeah, I'm just going to say, if I watching Smith Rowe play a few months ago, especially I remember mm. the Villa game, him on the counter-attack is, something, is quite something else. I actually think he, he's more suited to the way we want to play against Spurs than Martinelli. But I think yeah. either, way, either way, I think both of them... Either are, one of them I'm happy with, to be yeah, honest, if they play. Exactly. Yeah. I'd be happy with any of them. Yeah, I, I, as I say, if this is the team uh, or if Smith throws in for Martinelli, I'm very happy. If Arteta loses his mind and goes with Simons or Bobbies, <laughs> I am going to be so scared of what might happen. Who knows? It could be a stroke of genius. Um, but we'll have to wait and see. Anyway, they've had enough punishment from the checkbook, so I'm not going to I'm not gonna keep going. Um, we are going to go to predictions. Now, these are the predictions, of course, not with the lineups that we think they're going to choose, but these are the predictions that we are basing off of what we think will happen during the game. So chat box, go mads, get your predictions in there. We'll go through those. Dan, we'll start with you, mate. What's your scores? Do I go for my true, honest prediction? Go for your honest prediction that you think the game is going to be. Yes, with the scores. Okay. I'm predicting Harry Kane to get sent off for the first time in his career. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You know Paul Tierney is the referee, the one that refused to send him off for that tackle against Robertson, right? I think Saka, the way he'll play, Kane will just collide with Saka all the the game and he'll get a red card. No, it's not happening. No, in seriousness. Trust me, I'd love it. No, we'd all love it. We'd absolutely love it. But um, I'm going for a 2-0 Arsenal win. I think Eddie Nketiah is going to score. And I think El Nenny is going to score. A screamer from outside the box, obviously. Yes, of, yeah, course. of course. Of course. He only scores screamers. He does. He only scores screamers. Bobby, I have to go with my heart, and I think Tottenham are going to beat us two-one. Painful. It hurts. It hurts. Know, it hurts me to say it, but I have to go with my. What's heart. that? Your heart. With your heart. Don't even your brain. Do you, do you... No, it's with <laughs> yeah. my heart because my heart. My heart. 
unfortunately yeah. knows football better than my brain does. <laughs> my brain's the one that chose that team. <laughs> yeah, actually, that makes sense now. It's definitely, yeah, it must, yeah. Um, look, I, it's difficult for me to, um, it's difficult for me to obviously ever predict a Spurs win, but, you know, they are so good and we have fallen into their trap twice already you know at their ground and I worry that it will happen again and you know Arteta has made some reoccurring errors this season when we think of Xhaka at left back so there's no telling what we're going to do it's going to be very difficult to predict finally Simon give us your score line and scorers please mate uh, first of all I just want to say to the people um, in the chat box uh, are asking whether I'm high I do live in the Netherlands so it might be a chance um, but no uh, I predict that we are going to lose 2-1 I hate to say it um, if we were to go with my lineup I think we'd probably lose 6-0 but yeah I think if we go with, want, with our Tetris lineup it's probably going to be 2-1 oh if we pick my lineup we'll lose six. Oh, why did you pick it then <laughs> yeah Good thing, good I don't know. I don't manager. know. It's had a bit of a crazy moment. I've just tried to be different. I've just tried to be different. I've, I, you know, most of the times I've been on your show, Tom, I've tried playing it down the line, going straight. But yeah, I just thought, what you know, what? you're probably, you're probably finally won. Won. Be a bit <laughs> probably won yeah, those games. Uh, it's come back to hit oh. me. <laughs> Next time I will. Okay, I'll put my hands up. I made a mistake. I got too high. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Wesley of the Chapbooks, Tom, you've picked a hell of a panel today. <laughs> Cheers, Wesley. They pick themselves. They volunteer, in fairness. It's first come, first serve at the Discord server. Anyway, I'm going to stick with my prediction of 2-1 Arsenal uh, for the win. Um, I, I love the Elneny prediction. I'm going to match that down, screaming nice. for outside the box in the 90th minute to win it for us. No, 94th minute uh, to win it for us. Um, after... Harry Kane gets his usual penalty against us, most likely, and opening the scoring will be Anketia uh, again. So, yeah, I've nicked your uh, scorers down. Uh, I've uh, got a Kane red card. You've got a Kane goal. Kane penalty, yeah. So, so But, yeah, I feel like there may be a red card in this one. Uh, I've just got that feeling. And I weirdly, horribly think it might be Arsenal. The Xhaka well. meter is ticking. That's mm, yeah, yes, it's been a while <laughs> since he's been sent off. It's like uh, playing Need for Speed and you're doing the NOS thing, and when you've used all your NOS up, he's gradually building back up again. Yeah, it is. It's very close to getting to that point. Let's jump into the chat box. Hopefully, there's some more positivity. Daniel saying four-one Arsenal. The Socks guy says one-one. Lynn going for a two-one. I'm assuming these score lines are for wins, or at least I hope they are. Anna's going for a two-two. Parsifal going for a two-two. Matt going for a two-one. Vishal says I'd like to say two-one to the Arsenal. Zeus says 1-0 win. Rance says 2-1 Arsenal. And Ketia and Saka to get on the score sheet. Savic says Arsenal 2, Spurs 2. Two reds in the game. Albrecht says 2-2. Some blokes says 3-3. That's going to be a hell of a game. And quite the nerve-wracking one if it is. If it is 3-3, I hope it's that we've gone 3-0 down and then crawled it back to 3-3. I hope that's the only way that that can go. Jay says 1-1. Rich says 3-1. Gary says 1-1 as well. Omar's going for a 2-1 Arsenal. I'm confident but wary at the same time. So let's play it safe. Emily going for a 3-2 to the Arsenal. Wesley says 1-1. Maximius going for 2-2. And Matt Thornton's going for a 2-1. Plenty more of you dropping predictions in the chat box. I'll keep throwing them up on screen whilst we say goodbye to my brilliant, and I do mean brilliant, panel this evening. Do give them a lot of love. I know you may not agree with all their predictions and their lineups, but you can still give them a lot of love in the chat box. Dan, thank you so much, mate. Tell people they can find you and what you're going to be up to. 
Cheers, thank you very much. I've, um, you can find me in the Discord as always. Uh, I've just seen Ojo's comment. Uh, that's just not true. Well, what's he, yeah, you don't need to give him the energy. Just ignore Ojo. <laughs> yeah, that, that's really what I should do. Um, but no, find me in the Discord. Sign up as a member. You won't regret it. Um, yeah, it's brilliant. 24-7, game time, transfer chaos. It's just, it's always there. I highly recommend it. Lovely stuff. Bobby. Thank um, you. Yeah. I don't know why, I was, as if I was going to ask you a question then, and I forgot I'm actually saying bye. But thank you, Bobby. Really appreciate it. Um, <laughs> give yourself a shout and your channel, of course, because it's some really good stuff that's going on over there. Yeah, thanks for having me, Tom. And I, I will shock the chat box. I actually have, I work, uh, I've worked for over 24 years with a football organisation. So <laughs> football is actually something I know quite well. So that will shock some people. Um, yeah, find me on in discord um i've got a youtube channel which is uh, what's at the bottom there and mental health is something i'm very passionate about i've had over 30 years experience unfortunately dealing with it so come over and have a listen and hopefully i can help people as much as i can absolutely um i'll definitely be tuning into the next one mate keep up the good work Cheers, as always uh, make sure you check it out people uh in the chat box and finally simon thank you so much and you yourself have also got your own uh channel which uh, i look forward to joining you with a little bit later on at the end of the season too uh give yourself a shout out and tell people where they can find you Yeah, that's right, mate. It's the Football Fan Force. Um, it's not as crazy as my lineup was today, so you'll find some good content on, on there on club profiles, player profiles, all stuff like that. And you're right, you're coming on in sort of mid-June time, and it's going to be a cracker, so looking forward to it. Uh, I've just received a message um, <laughs> somewhere. My sources tell me someone's recommending that Ojo gets banned. Um, I don't know where this source is. I can't name my sources for obvious reasons. <laughs> but uh, we do have to read out every super chat, Dan. It is the rule, unfortunately. And Ojo has been very kind to drop us a super <laughs> chat just to say that Dan sleeps in Harry Kane pajamas. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. It's the rules. You know, there is... It doesn't cross the line of what I'm not willing to read out on the channel. So uh, there you go. I'll, I'll uh, let him have this one, but he knows, he knows what's coming to him. Oh, goodness me. There's going to be war in the Discord. And if you want to see the war play out, you can, of course, join up by becoming a member. Link to the Discord server and our membership scheme is in the chat box. Become an expert member or a TGT ambassador and you can get access to our discords it's mental it's crazy but everyone loves each other in a very strange way and uh it's a really good community and with very very rare fallouts it's, it's good um but they police it pretty well themselves and i really have to get involved which if it was twitter would be very very different so uh do give it a look if you're interested and you get access to some extra stuff as well on the channel too which is definitely worth it um Give my massive panel a really big shout of, of positivity. Simon and Bobby definitely need the positivity after their score predictions, so I'm sure they could use it. But, yeah, show them some love in the chat box in the comment section. I'll be back tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. to keep you updated with all the latest Arsenal transfer news. Probably a little bit of fallout from that Erling Haaland story that's dropped for Manchester City, which could have impacts on Gabriel Jesus. Although, that being said, if you did watch my show a little bit earlier on today with Ben Jacobs from CBS Sports, Possibly not. Uh, and if you want to know more about that, then make sure you tune in to that one. I will see you very, very soon. Thank you to Dan, to Bobby and to Simon once again. And I will see you again very, very soon. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. 
all your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.